Welcome to Unraveled Podcast. I'm Bridget. And I'm Mackenzie. This is the place where we unravel all the things on our hearts. Laughter, tears, and real talk are all invited. Here we go. Well, how are you doing, sis? On that note, are you guys like bunkering down for the the next few weeks before Christmas? Yes, we are good. We just had Thanksgiving and hosted um, Colin's family and it was great. Again, this is the second year we did that and it was was lovely. How, how was Thanksgiving with all of your family in your new, well, not your new home, but your new city? That you, you know, got everyone. It was great. I love that. It, it was really good. It was, um, I, I feel like usually we, I think this is pretty standard for most people. You pick kind of which side you go to and you switch off each year. And we were doing that for a while. Um, and then it was just really sweet. It just happened to this year, both our families were like, oh, let's just spend Thanksgiving together. Mm-hmm. And Johnny and I were so excited about that because we really like when people come together and like all of all the people we love are in the same room. Mm-hmm. And it just ended up being the sweetest Thanksgiving. The um, Johnny's dad is one of 10. And so like it was funny because we were talking to Mr. O'Boyle and he goes, yeah, Thanksgiving's going to be really small this year, 25 people. Oh. And I'm like, that's when you know you're going to like be a Catholic family. He was like, yeah, it's very small, 25 people. And he's like, it's usually 40. And we were just like, oh, my gosh. So then they, a bunch of the siblings came and their spouses who are all, you know, older and live in Charlotte. But then everyone left and it ended up being just Johnny's parents just my mom and stepdad and my siblings Mm -hmm. and we were all by the fire outside and it started raining and we just like stayed out there with the kids and all the adults talking by the fire and it was just one of those awesome moments awesome thanksgiving so yeah it was good and then you want to just repeat it you know because yes yes we said the same thing and then like it just made us so happy because like as everyone was getting ready to leave the parents were kind of like, well, should we do this again next year? And we were just sort of like, this is awesome. You know, like everyone, everyone's getting along, everyone's coming together. And, you know, you just want that because like every family obviously has so many different personalities, but Mm -hmm. when all the personalities can just come together and vibe, it's like a really good feeling. That's the best. And especially like thinking of the future, just of our children, like what will they remember? Our best memories. I'm sure your best memories, my best memories are those Christmases with my grandparents and, mm-hmm. you know, those summers and those, they're like core memories that you want. To yes, core and, memories for sure. They remind you of the holidays. So that is so special. And what a good way to start your first year in your new home that's just so special I love it's been that. like a lot of change um I've been I don't know who I was talking to about this oh I think I met actually our photographer for retreats Siobhan is also a good friend and I had um coffee with her this morning and we were talking about just like how much change has happened because she was like how are you doing like how is your heart and she's very much like that she'll you know how she is she's yes best so like you'll be like talking about something totally different she's just like are you okay like how are things she just sees you yes she, yeah she's one of those friends that sees you and I was like I'm good it's just like been overwhelming the amount of change that has happened in one year mm-hmm. like and it's been all good things like 
a new baby, a new home, like a new city. But it's, it all happened so back to back that I think Johnny and I are, are emotionally exhausted as well as physically exhausted because it was just like new job, new baby, new house. And I think even good things can kind of be overwhelming a little. Because it's like, whoa, like our life just literally changed completely. Yes. Did you guys feel like that when you moved to South Dakota? Oh, my gosh. I mean, yeah, it's like hard to embrace because you almost don't. You're so used to one thing. I mean, you were used to change in in a special way, like every two years, whatever, military. We'd move. So you get used to that. It's almost like hard to accept the goodness that comes with, no, you. this is your life now. And you get to stay here if you would like to. Yeah, and, and that's and you can relax. Yes, yeah. you can relax. It's like, wait, wait, what? This is oh, it, okay. It's almost a lot to take in. Like, oh, yes. okay, we're we're not on our own anymore. Like, there's mm-hmm. people around us, so it's been really good. But I think I've been also trying to like really just do more interior work of like, wow, mm-hmm. like what is that feeling coming up? Okay, let me think about that. Like, why do I feel mm-hmm. that way? And I think what I've really come to the bottom of is that. It's just been so much that is good, but it's just all happening. And sometimes it's good to just be like, okay, like this is a lot and I'm excited for where you brought me, God, but like, just give me the peace that I know Mm -hmm. that is going to come with like, like you obviously wanted us here. And so Mm -hmm. just allow me to take it all in, like all the change that's happened for us. Yes. And sometimes it can happen all at once too. Like everyone wants to get together with you. Everyone wants to do everything. Like there's so much new, just like storming you storming. that it's okay to be like, it's okay. Actually, I'm going to say no to a couple things just so I can be present right here in this new thing of like making my home special or doing the work right. I'm working on. But it's hard to say no. I can't say no. It's so hard. Like when much of it but and and it's all good but then you have to remember like wait this stuff isn't going away and that could be it to be like with both of us being military wives is like oh it's gonna gonna go go oh that's a good point yeah like Like, this might be taken from me if I don't like do it all you know yes and it's not and like this is our life now in our 30s which is so weird to think it's Uh, like it's so steady though it's so good yes I think that is exactly, you hit the nail on the head. That's it. It's like, you feel like, okay, what are you going to take from me? Because something's always taken. And it's like, yes. no, no, like I just, this is where you're at. And yes. I'm trying to, to become more aware of like, when I feel like I'm not aligned, like when the house starts to get in disarray, but yeah. I'm also committed to like five other things. <laughs> I'm really trying to be like, you overcommitted, Bridget, and that, and look at look at the state of your home, and like this is this is a little lesson of like okay, like let's simplify and like let's say no to some things, and um, so yeah, I'm trying to just like be more, I think, aware of like, I think it's almost like a mom instinct, like when you have more kids, like I have to keep myself in good spirits because the whole house kind of <laughs> depends on your spirits. It does. It'll crumble without us. Right, right. That's so true. And that's a lesson. And yeah, as we go deeper into our motherhood and spiritual life, it's so true. I feel like I'm dealing with that all the time too, be of like, wait, you did this to yourself, darn it. Like you I know. Like, yeah, like here you are and you kind of have like allowed it. And Mm -hmm. I think it's just like a discernment though, like a constant discernment. Like we 
with all the change, like I, I wasn't a hundred percent sure, like working, will I not? And I kind of just allowed it like up to God. I'm like, if you mm-hmm. bring me things and, and it is like a door wide open, I will do it. I will say I'm not going to go searching for anything. Mm-hmm. And so I did kind of get a couple opportunities. Um, and with it though, comes like more like logistics, like having mm-hmm. any two days a week for Augie and like, how do I feel about that? Like there's some days I leave and he, the nanny's very sweet, but it's also like, okay, like how does my spirit feel about that? And mm-hmm. I, it's just like, I've learned to be very gentle with like constant discernment. Whereas before I was kind of like, this is the plan. I'm sticking to the plan. And now it's like, no, I think the plan could change at any time. <laughs> and that is the most beautiful place to be of detachment. So it's because like, you said it, you're in constant state of discernment. Isn't that how we should all be living our lives? Yeah. Anyway? Like Colin just shared a story with me today, speaking of working and children and he was upset by it. He was in surgery as you, like he goes to, cause he sells medical devices. So he was in a surgery right. and the surgeon was just, just so angry about her morning and just venting. she was this surgeon who was doing the surgery was venting to everyone in the room about yeah how she was going to be late to work because her kids um, didn't get their breakfast ready, didn't do all these things for themselves. Mm. And, and she was so angry and yelled at all of her children. And that was the end of her story here. I thought Colin was going to say, and she felt bad and realized, Oh, I did that to myself because I didn't prepare. or I didn't, he said, this like, I didn't make the logistics work. I didn't discern, like, was this a good time for me to, you know, there's so many things. And I think a lot of people, like you're saying, walk around just living in the commitment of like, nope, I said I'd do this. So I have to do this. And it's okay to pivot or like you, like I'm just doing two days a week right now and that's working for now. Yes. And <sighs> so like, I think, I don't know if this is, there's like a saint quote about this or somewhere I read like the, you want that constant discernment because you need to be in a constant state of dependency on God. If if we ever get to a point where we're like, nope, like this was my plan and I'm doing my plan. Um, that's like almost like a stubborn pride thing. Like totally I've done that. Yes. Yeah. Like I, I refuse to pivot because that because I said would, yes, and then that would be me admitting that maybe I made a wrong choice, and, and I can't be wrong. No, yeah, and, and I can never be wrong, and I think that um, like that is such a sad story um, because like that poor woman, I'm sure she loves her kids, but she that was like not a rightly ordered situation, you know, it's, like she was saying, "I'm so pissed, I'm late to work because my kids made me piss," whereas she should be like wow, like maybe I need to like rethink like my state of affairs because my kids are are what should be the most important thing. Right. But it's so hard and uh, it's just, there is no right answer. Like I'm just realizing that in true humility with uh, with the more kids you add and like the harder it gets for us going into just overdrive every day, both of us as we were talking offline and that it like there is no perfect mom there's no anything and exactly I think the perfection lies in exactly what you just said are we relying only on God because gosh I'll screw it up if it's right and just like also giving giving your desires to him like if you Mm. let's say like because I know there's a lot of women out there who have to work and like yes I I thought 
with Augie, I'm like, okay, I, I really have it on my heart that I want to be home all the time. But then like with a new house and all these things, we I just really- kind of prayed together that like maybe it would be good to, to go back a couple times a day, a week just to like bring in some extra cash flow. Cause we just did all these renovations to our house. Anyways, long story short, I think that let's say there's a woman listening who's like, I do feel overwhelmed. I feel like I'm doing too much and I don't feel totally aligned with what I want my home to be, what I want my, you know, life situation to be with the kids and everything. I think giving that prayer to God and saying like, you know, what's on my heart, you know, what the desire is Mm -hmm. for the peace in my home and for like what I think a perfect plan would be for my family. Like you make that happen, God. And I'm giving you this plan and I want that to be the plan someday. And like, I know you will make it happen in your time. That's so um, good. Because, I mean, we all are in different situations. Maybe there's a woman at home who's like, I would like a little thing outside the home, yeah, but right. I don't think I have that yet. Or I don't know when that's going to happen for me. And I think like just really keeping those in your heart and saying like, I know that you know my heart and that you will make it happen when it's meant to happen. Totally. Just that, God, if you want it, you'll do it. Because I can right. And that's so true. I think not being married to your stubbornness and like what you said you would do in either way, like every season offers opportunity to, you know, and you never know what season will, will you'll be in. It's so true. Like there will be seasons of time we'll have to, you know, offer more time at home or offer more time at work or more time in our dreams and just being always docile to the plan of hit of God, yeah. not our own plans, I think is, yeah. gosh, it's just, yeah, what we're learning every day. But I feel like that's a theme that like we hear a lot of other women like reach out to us or like echo if we've ever talked about it in the past. So, I mean, I have to believe that like in some way, shape or form, like every woman is going through that. Like it may look different in every, in every woman's heart, but I think that we are kind of like built in a way to always be thinking like, okay, what is the will of God in my life? You know? Mm, mm -hmm. And it's said in so many different ways in modern culture. Like, am I aligned? Like blah, blah, blah. (laughs) But I think the truth, like the true core of that is like, um, is there peace in my heart? Is there true joy in my heart? And if you're rushing and you're worried all the time and you're anxious, well, then there's something there to pray about, you know, and, and we can't give the answer for that. No one can give the answer for that. You have to find that through prayer, right. but, um, your own, that's so true. We, and what did you share with me the other day? It was so good. It's like all about the feminine genius. Like we, women are just built differently, like for men, hundred yes. percent. We have so many gifts and talents. We are just multifaceted and any men, any man in our life would agree with this. Like, Right. We not only are the nurturers, but we're also the big dreamers. We're also we also can do seventy seven things at once, maybe not perfectly. <laughs> Hundred things at one time, uh, right? But we can and we will if yeah. we have to. Um, and, and we can. It is so. It's like it's hard for like you were just saying. I couldn't agree more how hard it is to make that decision for yourself and yeah. just to begin every day anew. Like, what can yeah. I do today? And today, my goal, what was my goal? It was so silly and small, but it was huge for me, was to play Make Believe with T and Franny for at least two hours. Like, I want to just do that. And it was like, it just, like, that that was, I was in my pajamas, just like, 
all the day. Like, I think I don't, don't even know when I change, but I was like, you're not really going to leave the house today because it's cold. You don't feel like it. This is what you get to do. And you better enjoy it, Mackenzie, because they enjoy it. (laughs) Yes. And they probably will never forget that. And like, what a fun, like, just like snowed in memory. It was definitely. (laughs) But But I think that all those moments. You have to like, you know, kind of prepare your day. Like, it's okay yeah. if you you don't get the things done that you wanted to. It's okay. It doesn't matter. None and I also thought too, like, I think I, I also want to be better about putting my phone away. It's hard. Yes. And you can get so addicted God. to it. It really is a problem and an addiction. And um, I was just talking to, um, I was actually talking to my uncle who works at Belmont Ivy College and we were, he was saying that he's noticed a huge drop in community in a, on the college campus. Wow. And he, um, he's like a very like deep, like introspective thinker. And he was like, you know, I was thinking like, all I could think of was this phrase, the, the true presence. And he was like, you know, as a Catholic, we think of the true presence as the Eucharist. And like, that is the source and summit. But what is, was coming to his mind with that phrase was we are getting farther and farther away Mm. from true presence with each other. And he was like, and that is really getting farther and farther away from Jesus. Because if you think about it, we are walking around in a small way of like Jesus, like we have him in our hearts. And when we are with another friend or another, you know, coworker or community, it's like we are being him to other people. But Mm -hmm. the fact that we are all kind of becoming so isolated on our phones Mm -hmm. with less and less community is almost like, it's like creepy to think about. It is. Um, And that, that just sat with me. Like he was just like, you know, and it also creates this feeling that, you think you have community because you're messaging people on the phone (laughs) and then you wake up and you're like, well, wait, I don't have a ton of like physical community. Mm -hmm. And so I thought that was really interesting. And Johnny and I have definitely noticed that too. Like we are the type that like for better or for worse would be like, everyone come over for dinner on a Wednesday, you know, and people will look at us funny. They're like, well, we can't do that. Like we have our schedule and our plans and all that. And I mean, I think it's very good to have your structured time. And I get that with now we have three kids. And so we are trying to honor our own schedules too. But I also think that it is very important to sometimes be loose with those things mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. like community just fills you up so much. So anyways, we, I don't know if it's COVID or what, but we've kind of noticed that like people aren't as open to community as they used to be, but that could just totally be us too. And what we've noticed. That is so beautiful that he said that. So it's like, that is totally resonating with me here too, in Advent specifically, because I I was just pondering on all that you just said about social media and community. Like you and I are the queens of, you know, our reach is far with friends just because our friends are everywhere. I mean, we're right. friends and we're across the country and I talk to be every day, you guys, like that is important to me to voice memo and to keep in touch and keep tabs. But there's nothing more true and important than living in the exact spot God placed you in this exact moment with the people exactly around you. And I'm not even, normally that means like serve the people in front of you, your husband and your children. Yes, of course. But I'm talking like 
you need to be, you know, getting together with your Bible study, which you do, or with my co-op friends or my, you know, book club, whatever friends, like, and really cultivating physical community. Those yeah. friends everywhere, will, yeah. I will forever have my best friends. Like, you're not going anywhere. Like, those things yeah. aren't changing. But we are placed for some reason in a time such as this to be right. in Charlotte, North Carolina and Rapid City, South Dakota, and to honor that God placed you there yes. and, you know, and spend more time Amen. off of the things and in friends. And pouring the into the people there. Because yes. Like, Amen. and that has been, if I were to be totally honest, like everything about moving home has been perfect. It really has truly been a gift, like plopped down in our laps from God. But I think when you meet best friends, like you just said, all across the country Mm -hmm. and you're so aligned with them and you are just, you just almost to a T, like everything goes. Um, Then when you move somewhere new or somewhere like we haven't been in back in Charlotte in 10 years, so it feels new kind of, Um, you know, you're in this whole new chapter of like, okay, like the joke of like no new friends, but like you can't truly live that way. You have to open your heart to new friends. And I know. So I think we're in that place right now. Like we we just left Maddie and Anthony and they're so similar to you guys, like godparents to Augie and Mm -hmm. we leave a weekend with them and we're just like, dang, like that is that you find friends like that. And they are like gems. Like Mm -hmm. there are like, they will always be best friends for us. You guys will always be best friends for us. And I just had a prayer in my heart, like, God, like, bring me a Mackenzie in Charlotte, bring me a Maddie in Charlotte. And I know you have a a, a girl out there for me. That's like that here, Mm -hmm. because I mean, for me, it's like, I would love to be in a room of 50 people sometimes, but I also am like, let's be honest, like with, as like, we get more and more children. It's like you have limited amounts of time. And so the people that you really want surrounding you are like soul sisters, you know? Amen to that. And what's that Bible verse? They're like friends are far more precious than rubies. I mean, that's not a joke. Right. They really are. And I find, and I know you're saying this without saying it, like I have become so much pickier. High school Mackenzie so was friends with every single person who walked in her line, line, like whoever was in front of me was my best friend, whatever. Right, right. I'm like more picky. And I guess it's good to guard your heart. But even here, like I, you know, you're careful who you let in and, and the ones you do let in, you give all. That's exactly how you are as a friend. Right, right. You give everything. Right. It's, it's a beautiful thing. And I think that, um, but I, I think that that is something I feel like almost every retreat we have done, this yeah. has been a huge topic that, that are on women's hearts is community. And so I think like just pondering that thought that like my uncle said about like the mm-hmm. true presence, the real presence, like how do we, cause, cause that, the meeting was about social media and how funny you know, he, yeah. Like how he was like, well, you know, the Abbey needs like a robust social media, but then he was like, also, but I also don't want our students on social media. So it's weird. It's like, we need, we need these tools because right. we need goodness to be on these platforms. But I think like what, where we landed at the end of the conversation was like, it should always point us back to getting into real presence with someone. And I loved that. And I think we're doing that with the podcast and with our platforms is like, well, yes, we do this podcast and yes, we're on social media, but it ultimately all leads back to hopefully if a woman wants to come having that experience in person with other women and you can never 
ever replace that. Oh, amen. And even our votes on, well, two things I want to say, the real presence, when you were sharing that story, V, which this episode should be called that, is that I thought he was going to say that social media has become our real presence. Well, that's what he said. That it's replacing our Eucharist, our our Lord, and how ugly that is. Okay. He did say that. So he met with, um, he didn't tell me who, but he met with like, um, almost like a world leader, like someone very prominent invited him and his wife to dinner. And he was talking to my uncle about how his country was making strides in AI and how he goes, we're so close to having the, like having this. And he pointed to the phone, be like, you're really present with someone. And, and my uncle just said that really shook him, you know, in a bad way. Like he, he got a very, irked feeling when he said that and he said the way the man said it was and we are so close we are this close to people really believing that they can be I don't know if he was talking about um virtual reality or something like that but it really is creepy and it's like how do we um get away from that and fight that and I think you guys are doing that by being in a smaller community by being in somewhere like South Dakota like that I think is beautiful because I'm sure um, I mean, I'm sure you could talk more to it, but is it, does it feel like it lends more to community because it's slower out there? Like it does. It feels like everyone knows everyone and like in a good way though, like that's beautiful. I have like a, a lot of friends I could call up any minute now. And I always say it takes two years to be, which I would love mm-hmm. to shout that out. Just never give up on something. If you, if you are listening and you have somewhere new or you're six months in and you're like, what the heck did I do? It takes so much time. That is such good advice. That is it really advice. works. It really does. And I'd say it took me a year and a half here. And that's just because we've done this, you and I so many times and you and right. I are girlfriend people. So we just know what we mean. But right. now I, I have had to like do this. I'm so dumb, but like I've had to say, well, this party's for this group of people or this, this thing's for this group of people because there's so many different right. groups, which is lovely and wonderful. But it just, it's, it is hard, but it's so worth it. And I think something that you said that hit me about your uncle and just like everything we're talking about right now is how important, even though it's so difficult, mm-hmm. we know the truth and the beauty in the hidden life. Yeah. The- that no one sees the life that there's not a lot. There's a ton of people. They're all on social media here, but it's not their life. And you and I see so many people to include us where a lot of our life is social media just because of the work we're in. Right. 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 How many women we interact with are the same way. The women here. And I bet you know, you have friends there too, that just, it's not a big deal to them. Like it's, and they're so working on their hidden life of yeah. being at home and building up their town for wherever they are. And yeah. I think there's something so beautiful that I could really work on in this Advent season, in this um, new Catholic New Year. Like I think right. that's so lovely. Yeah. It's funny because I, I'm doing these Advent meditations and it just came to me like, beautiful. what is every night I've been like, what is on my heart? Like, I literally have no plan of what I'm going to put out the next day. I'm just like, okay, Lord, like, what should I put out? Tell and me. what came to me was really that, like, why, like, I had just come off the coattails of that conversation and it was just festering in my heart. And I was like, wow, like how many of us, myself included, 
uh, create these like fake realities on social media. Not that we're being fake on social media, but it feels like, oh, I just hung out with a friend because I posted this and then they DM'd me and then we talked about we talked about the thing I'm cooking and it made me feel like Priscilla was in my kitchen. Like but, we're uh, together. <laughs> yes. But then, but then that conversation ends and you're actually still there with your family Fire. and you've also forgotten that they're sitting there staring at you, DM this person. So it just made me think like, okay, like what are the things that are actually bringing fruit? And like you said, like pouring into your community, you know, doing little projects in your community or, you know, mm-hmm. pro- like Bible studies or. Well, you me- and Donnie just did that. You guys literally poured into your children's future high school. Think about that. Well, the, and that's kind of why we did it. Like part of us was like, are we crazy? Like we're bringing a three month old to a high school retreat. So but good. that is exactly what we are trying to do Damn. here. Like we are like, this is where we are planting roots. We've made this commitment to ourselves to stay in Charlotte. We are going to volunteer at the high school that we hope our kids go to, even though that's not for another eight years. <laughs> you know how fast it goes oh my gosh yeah Yeah. and also like if if people like people complain like the schools aren't good around me or the church church isn't good around me well what are you doing to make it better you know you are community you are the community you are what is going to make that a beautiful place and I think all of us wait for the other person to do it and myself included like Mm -hmm. well why hasn't anyone you know planned a you know, a couple's Bible study. Well, maybe it's because you're the one who's supposed to do that in your community, you know? And isn't that a lesson for just living and blooming where you're planted? Right. Complaining, which guilty as charged, like always looking at grass is always greener. Like story of my life. What, where would we like to be? Where would we dream to? Like, that's the story of my life. Right. But sit in this moment and really ponder and ask yourself, like, what can I do to create the life I want Right here, because right this here. is yep. where God wants me. And until he comes knocking on my door and telling me otherwise, telling my husband otherwise, telling my family otherwise, then we're here. And, yeah. we're, and all we have is today. This is all we have. We don't have tomorrow. Yeah. We don't have anxieties of next week. The, no, this is it. So what can I do today? And so I just think that's so beautiful. And that feels very much like everything we're talking about feels so like adventy. Like I feel yeah. like without knowing every single theological detail of how the church used to celebrate Advent, because I'm pretty sure we've like probably watered it down by now. And there were other deeper meanings um, that went into Advent. Like didn't people fast leading up to Christmas? I'm pretty sure. Funny because I remember you and I were together eight years ago doing Lent, like our first Lent study together. Yes. And no one had like an Advent anything back then. Do you remember? Yes. It was only Lent. Like we prepared for Lent. We suffered during Lent. And then this whole idea of like Mary is like suffering, you know, to bring this, the King, we're all waiting. Like you said, your Advent study, prepare him room. We were all preparing him room. So how do you prepare your heart for a King to come? And also like the half of the fun of anything is preparing, you know? And so it's like, I think people just like throw up their tree. They throw up their decorations. They stress about the the Christmas list and then Christmas morning comes and it's like, well, that was a wrap. Like there it goes. There goes nothing. It's over. You know, know. instead of just being like, this is a slow walk. Like let's have Mm -hmm. a slow 
walk to mm-hmm. Christmas morning. And I'm guilty of this, but I actually, I'm trying to be so intentional. Like I haven't bought a single thing yet. I haven't worried Good. about that. Um, because I just think that time will come. We'll figure out yep. what we're getting our kids. Like that doesn't need to be the on kids the are fine. list. Yeah. yeah. All of that is so, so true. Like what's the season and everyone's so sad. December 26th and that's the beauty of our church is Christmas does not end right Amen. the real true the real tradition which you and I break every year because we love Christmas is that you don't put your tree up till December 25th which I'm like I'm sorry I'm I not, can't I'm not that dedicated like I cannot do that but yeah you're right it ends on the epiphany right when which they is what day so is it for the 14th maybe yeah, yeah. Oh, I only know that because of doing other Advent campaigns of course. Like, for oh. the diocese that, that I thought I was done on Christmas, like oh. sending out the emails and they were like, oh no, no, you're still going until the 14th of January. And I was like, what? Right. Thank you. Thank I you will for not this. be doing that for my email. No, Christmas is Christmas. But it's so true. It's like, don't you want to be, it's almost like a new year. I mean, we, this the liturgical season is so beautiful because we just entered the Catholic new year. So like, this should be the time that we kind of readjust, like you said, work on our inner life, like reimagine our days, focus on the important things. And then when Christmas is over, we really are in a new year and we've prepared for it. Right. You know? And I think, okay, so in terms of like, I saw a couple people posting that it was like the liturgical new year. So does that mean ordinary time ended and now it's like Christmas time begins the new liturgical calendar. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, like, I know some girls pick their new words for the year. Yeah. Uh, two days ago or whatever the day was, oh. which is kind of cool. Cause I'm like, Oh, I, I, I love that. But it is, it's beautiful that we have our own, you know, season. Yeah. It's, it's over. The ordinary time is over. It's crazy. And then we begin again. So yeah. I love that. It's so special, all of it. Um, what new traditions or do you have any tips or any fun things to share for our listeners for this season? And the next episode, obviously, we'll share New Year goals, but we're yes. we're in Advent, full blown. I I'm trying to think. We did we lit our candle on Sunday. We talked to the kids about Advent. We it was just like a very general, like basic, like this is why we they were like, Why are we lighting this? And we talked to them about the four weeks leading up to Christmas and how, you know, Christmas is Jesus's birthday. Like I forget how like we can go throughout our days and like not even teach our kids like the reason for these things. The basic things. And I, yeah, same. And like, it's not just presents. Like we don't just do it for that. And so we had a sweet conversation with them and um, I'm actually um, interviewing Mama T, my grandmother on Friday about her traditions and She's 89, um, wait, okay, what? 88 or 89. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And so you guys, I, this woman looks about 64. She she's, looks so she good. Is so with it. I'm going to cry. She's not. She, she decorates her place to the nines. Nine. knows this. Yeah. Um, and for Christmas because um, she just, she loves Christmas and she loves just bringing the joy. And so she has like mm. every single thing you could imagine. She has like collected like beautiful like carolers and like sets of those like little villages and like the fake snow and like the twinkle lights everywhere and so um that woman I just originally I was thinking like 
I was talking to my mom and I'm like, I want to interview her. So we have a video for the family. And then I was kind of thinking, well, I feel like everyone should have a little piece of mama tea. So maybe I'll just film her for this series. Um, And I was thinking about it. Like, I like this idea. I don't know if people would ever pay for this, but I love the concept of like adding into like what I do for like media and little videos, like the offering of like a legacy video. Oh, I think what we've lost in this generation is really learning from like the beauty of the older generations. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There's so many things I call so many questions I have for my grandparents. Yes. Right. Cause like there's so many things like they never forget a birthday. They always like write letters. They dress to the nines. They know how to sew something I can't do. I like so Yes. And so I wonder like that could be really cool. I'll see how the video goes and everything. But I just love the idea of like capturing that wisdom, you know? Especially Mama T. She could do a whole thing on how to host. I mean, this woman, you guys, is the epitome of joy but you're right about that there were so many classy things about the older and the wiser women that I mean mama t told us when we got married you need to get ready for your husband when he gets home do you think I do any of this I don't do one thing oh we have to tell them about living with mama t so tell them gosh the bathroom so before I got married, Ken's and I lived with Mama T, which is just talk about a core memory. That core. is just a comedy of in and of itself. Of Ken's hairs. and I would like sneak to the tanning bed back when we were unhealthy and did those things. And she would be like, girls, what is this? And she would like <laughs> find the tanning goggles. And here we are living with my grandmother as our roommate, which was amazing. But then we were also like, tra- we would like trash the room we were in and have like clothes everywhere. Oh and one day we came back and like, I don't even remember what the letter said, Ken's, but she like, the letter <laughs> to the mirror. And it was Our husbands like, won't appreciate this if we act like this in our marriage or something. Yeah. Ken's oh. had, was newly engaged. And, and so, you were days away from marriage. Days. And she goes, what do you think your husbands will say if you live like <laughs> And here they are living with us. We should have taken that picture of that. But um, I'm like, yeah, Mama D, they we've somehow made it this far. But um, anniversary, I know. Thank you, we made it. But um, yeah. So, anyways, I think that there's so much beauty. And my mom was talking about it to me the other day, and she goes, "Well, whenever my dad would walk in the door, my mom would run around the corner. She would look at herself in the mirror, and she would put on a fresh coat of lipstick. And I thought it was so cute. Like that is so precious. I look like the Grinch who stole Christmas. I can't even show you. I did still go. I can't even show you what I look like right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, but so beautiful. But you know what? Thankfully, they love us for who we are. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, so I'm just, I think that there's, long story short, um, I still have so much that I want to add to our like tr- family tradition. traditions. Yeah. You know, I feel like we're still young in our Family. Thank God. Thank God we're so young and they won't remember yet. Yeah. Yes, exactly. By the time they're eight and ten and we'll yes. have a lot of cool liturgical we'll be really cool traditional things. Um but yeah, I love just like learning from the old and, and the new and friends and everything. It's fun. I know. It's so true. So much beauty in the older. I love that. What about you? What are you guys up to? What are you doing for Advent with the girls? I again just like knowing the season you're in 
So it's like I had this whole plan, like, I'm going to do the same Advent thing where I hide Mary and Joseph every day, and they're going to find him. I haven't done it once because you just, I'm really trying to relax. That is so cute, though. I love that. It is really sweet, but I'm thinking to be more realistic doing that on a weekend, like a Saturday or Sunday or both. Yeah, like not every day, but like Yeah, but that just shows you like how you get better in motherhood as you fail more, and it's okay, and that those failures are you you know you don't have to stay true to yeah you don't have to stick to everything because I think too it's like um it's like a psychology thing like if you add too much to the plate and I'm totally guilty of this like if you don't do things well then it's almost like you feel like oh I failed at that I failed at that well you're not a failure it's just that you added too many things and so adjust yeah we are there's nothing on our tree right now it's completely bare like Perfect. We went, we've got it we got it days ago and there's not even a light on it no and that's <laughs> and like little I, by little. Tony, I was like should we decorate the tree tomorrow and he's like yeah let's just wait for <laughs> but you see isn't that funny you could be so uptight about something like that oh, but it used to be like this used to be a whole family affair blah, blah, it had blah. to be done to the nines all the things i know and, and sometimes just like yeah the sun the sunday tradition we have for for lighting the advent candle is we sing oh come emmanuel and that's oh, it. I love and, that. And that's that's just all we can do right now. And that's and that's beautiful. And that's so like that talk about a core memory. Like that's beautiful. And you hope like, you know, some of those traditions stick. And then another thing I love doing for the community, which I feel like you should do to be not to add more to your plate, but like I love doing the Christmas cookie party. Yeah. I think we did it when we were in Delaware. Yeah. But it was thrown together. But it's everyone bakes cookies for however many families are there. So if there's like you could do a small party, four people, or you could do a big one. And that person bakes five cookies of the same cookie for all six families or whatever. So 30 so cookies. And they put them in cute boxes and you just have, you know, our usual charcuterie or easy snacks and so get to I just love having things on the calendar and I am not saying say yes to everything. Believe me. I celebrate and look forward to. Yeah. But just like a couple things I think are just make this season so sweet. And I don't know. I would love someday we say like, you know, just be present with the people in front of you. Hopefully we'll be neighbors again someday. That's always going to be a goal. But one thing I would love to do is take our girls to Nutcracker together. Like me and you. Because we take the girls, but I just would think how special that would be with my goddaughter. I was actually going to look up if they're doing it because that is so, that is such a sweet idea. And I definitely, definitely want to do that. I need to look that up. But yeah, again, I'm like trying to just, you know, in in some ways we're staying afloat. In other ways, <laughs> we talk about this all the time. We're like, hey, keeping us afloat is planning a party and having fun with people. And right. if your way to staying afloat, then like do that. But then right. there's going to be weeks where you're like, I'm not going to do anything and I'm going to wear my PJs and play with my kids. And that's that beautiful. That the plan. <laughs> that was it. I so love true. that so much. Yeah, it's so good. All of it is good. But yeah, I'm so excited to be in this Advent season and just learn from, I love your Advent um, daily meditations. And then I love just the book we're reading with um, Sister Miriam. With Sister Miriam is so good. There's so many like good nuggets. And I think that is the one beautiful thing that your uncle was talking about too with you, that there is so much beauty that I can't deny. I have 
and received from social media. Like, yeah, you know, there are some good things, but you know, just staying true to the present moment because you made me laugh when you're eating dinner and you're texting someone or doing something and then you look up and your whole family's looking at you. And you're like, okay, I'm talking to my fake friend who I never see. I mean, she's not a fake friend. She's a real friend from real life. No, but all of us do that. Like, whatever it is, like someone DMs you. It's like an imaginary moment. And you look up and everyone's staring at you and you're like, oh, Oh, I'm here. Mom's back. (laughs) I know. And how many times a day did that happen? And you never, like, I always, I'm like, I should have done this more today. Not that. But back to Well, and practically speaking, like, there are people that truly enjoy social media and myself included. But I think there's ways that you can really guard yourself. And I've really been thinking about that. And this is something that I keep telling myself I'm going to do. And I don't, there's nothing wrong with wanting to share parts of your life or write a a post from your heart. But I think that, um, I think that um, a way, to kind of remove yourself from being on it too much and I need to be better about this is just like scheduling things like and kind of getting off of like being so ingrained in the app and looking at everyone else and just being like I know for Advent I want to share these four thoughts or for Christmas I definitely want to post this picture with my family like I'm going to sit down and write what's on my heart I'm going to schedule it and then I'm not going to like refresh it a hundred times I'm not gonna go look at what everyone else posted you know and I think that's something that I'm kind of working on is like if I had a client and I was working on their social media I would be scheduling that and I don't like obsess over it and look at it and I think kind of treating you know any any relationship online that way that you're not like putting that above the people in front of you you know that's so beautiful and yeah treating it like a job like I've, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to get off and also just remembering to produce and not consume like yes, yeah or if you really want to learn something go to that person's page that you are thinking about or whatever and go look but amen because you can get so wrapped up in everything else and next thing you know you don't you can't even think of reality which is what these people want which is what this person that was with your uncle desires he desires us to be living in a world that is not here but there's so, so- much fun stuff too like I mean like the sourdough thing you did with yeah. like, like obviously like that really excited a lot of women who wanted to say right. for that and so you so yes good. it was online but the goal the end goal of that was to make a beautiful okay. yummy piece of bread which I still mm-hmm. need to do for your family because Amen. and that brings joy to, to your family and the people who are in the real presence with you and so I think as long as the intention is like Hey, like I'm sharing tips to actually like have a more beautiful life with the people that you're mm-hmm. with. Then well. that's different, but I think if it's just you know like anything, um, I think like I've just been thinking a lot about that, especially because we work in a space of digital like a lot, mm-hmm. and so it can become like you get in- ingrained in it, and then yes. you think that's all there is almost, and it's so easy to get wrapped up. But you're right; there's so much good too. It's it's the balance that we always talk about being, oh my gosh. It is the balance. Always trying to reach for the balance. I know. Amen. Oh, so happy Catholic New Year. Yes. Happy Catholic New Year. I haven't picked my word yet. So maybe that'll just be our next episode. I love that because that'll just give me a lot to pray about and 
think about I always think I know it but I really want to nail it but sometimes you just have to be like okay that's it and some years what did you say the other day you're like some years it made so much sense it was my word and then other years I was like oh well like or you like forget halfway through you're like that was my word oh yeah like I don't even know was I don't know what mine was last year I'm having some ideas of what I think next year will be but I I still have not landed on anything so tuned guys Thanks for listening to Unraveled Podcast. To stay a part of the conversation, follow us on Instagram at Unraveled Podcast or on Spotify at The Unraveled Podcast. Thanks for listening.